Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Hadija Toto, and you are listening to Entrance You, the podcast where we are the deliberate creators of our own realities united in light during the darkest hour. We foster spaces of love, acceptance, and truth. Because we know we are one people. Living through different simulations, we define and choose to be our own truths while living in a co-created environment within multidimensional realities. That being said, we're just curious to know and see how others create their world as knowledge and inspiration so others can be inspired by that. Today is a very interesting day. I don't have a guest today. I chose not to have a guest today because I want to talk about something personal. And I like to be open with my audience and share with my audience some of the things that I'm going through. And I recently had a beautiful, beloved friend pass away. Uh, God bless her life. And I've been on this interesting journey of grief. And so because I'm going through these certain things, I know that someone else has gone through this, will go through this, or has been through this. And so with that being said, I want to do a lesson on the seven stages of grief, okay? So we're gonna just do some chit-chatting about the seven stages of grief and how it's normal. I'm not sure if I've you know gone through these seven stages quite fast, but I'm doing a challenge with myself where I'm giving myself seven days and how I've been asking my other friends around, you know, because this was a very special mutual friend that we had. And I asked them, I said, you know, how do you feel? How have you been coping? You know, and people have been coping in their own ways. And one of the things that I want to talk about, one of the first stages of grief so it's in a cycle. Okay, so I'm going to be using the Kubler-Ross model of 1969 that was created. And this model is so, it's so interesting because what happens is it's like a chart, right? Kind of like, have you ever been and seen a stock market or seen the stocks before? So what you'll see 
Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share the screen with you all so you can actually see what I'm looking at right now. So we can just go by it because it is quite important to me that you all are able to see this. So I'm going to share my screen. What we're going to do is we are going to zoom in on it. Okay, so this is the Kubler-Ross model. So as you see, that's zoomed in, okay? So there are seven stages of grief. So the first one we see is shock and denial. The next one we see is anger. The next one we see is depression and detachment. The next one is dialogue and bargaining. And the last one is acceptance, okay? So what we're going to talk about right now, and I'll expand it as we go through this, but the first stage is shock and denial. Now, in this shock and denial phase, what you're going to notice is you're going to notice things like avoidance, confusion, fear, numbness, blame. Okay, so you want to avoid that it happened. You don't want to look at these pictures. You want to act like this doesn't exist. You want to act like the events that took place did not take place because it helps you to cope, right? So what happens in this stage is that your mind goes through in a survival mode. It's trying to protect itself, right? And so as it's protecting itself, it's avoiding even talking about it. It's avoiding everything. But then you're confused, right? What happened? And what I'm realizing is like in my friend's death, I don't even know the how. I don't know how. I don't know what happened, right? And so I can see how easily it can cause confusion, right? I'm scared. What happened? But is you finding the what happened going to change what actually happened? And I think just being real with ourselves, no, it's not going to change the present result that we're looking at. It's not going to change the fact that we feel numb. It's not going to change the fact that we have all of these recalling memories. And I would like to say, even in this stage of grief, I think it's 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 missing something along these stages. And I believe the one part that is missing is gratitude, you know, because I'm not sure how anyone else grieves. I can only say how I grieve. And one thing of how I grieve is just like, I think in pictures, okay? I don't know how anyone else thinks, hey, Kia, I'm not sure how anyone else grieves, but I think in pictures. So in this shock and denial, you might think, oh, it's okay. You know, like they're not, they're not there. It's, it's not real. It's not happening, right? So you're going through this blame. I'm blaming you. Then what the blame does is it takes you into the second cycle, which is anger. And this anger causes frustration, anxiety, irritation, embarrassment, and shame. Okay? So you're angry. You're frustrated. You're feeling anxious. In this phase, it's because you're detaching, right? It's because you are now becoming a bit frustrated and you're, you're, you're not sure about life, right? You're not sure about what's happening. You're not sure what is going on and how, what does shame do? And even this, me, me sitting here and being open right now, this is a coping mechanism for me, right? And so it's making it easier for me because as I'm learning through this process and being super open about it, it's allowing me to, to 
ask you all, you know, what are your cycles of grief? How are you disconnecting? So then the, sec the third one that we're going to go through is depression and detachment. Okay, so depression and detachment. Hey, Amina. Yeah, she said grief cycle teaches queen. Now you teach us queen. I'm gonna have to drop you and Kia the the link on here so y'all can join us. Join us. I'm I'm the us, but so you can join me on this on this stream. It's like Amina said the disconnect. So the disconnect is gonna be, you know, the depression and detachment. You, you have the lack of energy, but you feel overwhelmed. And I'm not sure that I agree with this grief cycle because I, I'm not, you know, in this grief. Like, I'm not going through these phases. It's more of seeing the picture of the person there and then it's like taking the picture away. And this is a coping mechanism right now. You know, teaching this and experiencing it. You know, how many of you have allowed yourselves to really sit in this feeling of unsureness? How many of you have allowed yourself, how many of you have allowed yourself to really be raw and honest with yourself about when you lose a loved one? It is okay to cry. It is okay not to be okay. It is okay to feel like, why am I here? What is my worth? You know what I mean? And why do I have to sit here and be here right now? What is it that I have to offer the world? Why couldn't I have been there for? Why couldn't I have been that phone call? Why, why didn't they reach out to me, right? Any type of grief, but we have to understand God, God knows best. God is all knowing, God is all wise. We can't be everywhere at once, right? And so we have to value where we are right now and in place and time. I wanna go over into the next one. Because like I said, I don't resonate with this cycle, but I'm going to resonate as it as it's put. The next one is dialogue and bargaining. So reaching out to other, desire to tell a story, you're struggling to find a meaning for what's happening, right? And so some people have to have the reason because for some reason they think the reason will allow them to persist and will allow, allow them to pursue and will allow them to push forward, right? It'll allow them to push forward because now they can lean on the result of what happened. But I'm telling you right now, all that's doing is masking feelings. And I was talking to Amina earlier today, cause she's here. I was speaking to Amina earlier today. And one of the things Amina was like, whoa, you just like zoom past the you know grief process because you're already in the last phase of acceptance. <laughs> you know, I'm basically at stage six acceptance, exploring options and a new plan of place and empowerment, return to meaningful life. So you have the empowerment, the self-esteem and the meaning. And let me tell you this, when you understand what life is, you look at it differently. When you understand who and what God is, this is not a loss. This is a game. What would be a loss? I, I have not lost myself. I am in the kingdom lines within. She's still in me. I know that. You know what I mean? And I'm just going to share my own process of grief. Hey, Joanna. Yeah, Joanna says acceptance is key. Thank you so much. And Amina saying quantum leaps. Yeah, you can quantum leap your way into success. You can quantum leap your way into whatever it is that you want for yourself. 
And so as you're, as you are allowing yourself time to grieve and you are allowing yourself time to really sit in your feelings, don't be afraid to cancel plans. Don't be afraid to sit with who you need to sit with in order to do it, but give yourself a time limit. You know, the first day when I had found everything out, I just sat there. I sat there because I was like, God, what would happen? And 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 I I just it wasn't real to me. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. None of this is true. It's not real. It it's okay. But we weren't that cool anyway, so it's okay. No, 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 no. It's fine. But then your memories start to trickle down. You start to and your mind starts to take you on a journey of memory lane. And as you go on that journey of memory lane. You think of all the good times that you had from that with that person. And what happens is, is you attach yourself to that memory, right? But you have to detach yourself to this memory, right? I remember doing some uh, a meditation with a friend that I have called Travis. And Travis was telling me, we were doing this meditation. And if any of you all don't know Travis, Please get in contact with him. He's a transpersonal, um, a transpersonal therapist, and he does these amazing works. But anyways, so in this meditation, we're detaching from these memories. And so this really, really served because as I'm detaching from memory, you are not a memory. You can attach yourself and detach yourself as you see fit. And when you know yourself in spirit, when you know yourself in who you are. There's nothing that anyone can stop you from, okay? So we have Zakia. I want to address these comments because y'all know that's what I do. Death is something that will happen. Preparing your mind ahead of time will allow you to accept the loss more. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll definitely drop Travis's details on here as well because he's just absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, that's what Amina said, drop his details. So I'll do that after the podcast ends. But it's just phenomenal because you're able to detach. And like Kia was saying, it allows you to accept the loss more, but I'm not sure if even that helps, right? Because sometimes you have the time to say your I love you, but what, it, what does your final goodbye sound like? What is that last moment of life? But see, let me tell you something about death. When death is in your face, see, death is such a beautiful thing because it makes you reevaluate your own life. What are you doing today? What are you, we are dying every single day and what are you dying for? What are you pushing towards? What is it that you really truly want? Have you forgiven those around you? Have you made peace? Have you had the peace of mind? Peace be still. Do you have the peace within yourself? Because either you're going to have the peace within yourself on this earth realm, or you're going to rest in peace. So you're going to rest in peace taking your dirt nap, or do you want the peace while you're still here? Allow yourself to explore your inner space. You know, I like to call myself, I am like the Elon Musk of inner space, honey. I am the Elon Musk of interstates because we have to go through the motions of what we're feeling. What kind of trauma is not resolved? 
Where are these attachment issues coming from? I know that I serve God. I know that God is the creator. I know that the Lord taketh and the Lord gives it back. I know that from Allah, she came and to Allah, she told return. I know all of that. But why is it that when it happens in the reality, it's like, I forget everything. When you know your creator and you know how the cycle of life works, it makes the grief process easier. Now, I'm not saying that I agree 100% with, the, with, with this grief. Oh my gosh, Shania, I hope I'm saying your name right. She said, today is a day for grief for me and I happen to see this. Miss Lemon, you are not here for no reason. You are not here for no reason. You are here for a reason. There's a reason that I'm sitting here talking about the seven stages of grief. I know what it is. I've sat in my bed for the past two days just sitting there and contemplating. And what it was was because I was sitting in bed and, and, and it makes you tired because your energy is going all towards that, that moment. Your energy is going straight to the target of, of I want to sit here. And so your imagination takes a toll on you. Your imagination becomes your best friend and your enemy. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. You cannot think a good thought and you cannot think a bad thought at the exact same time. Let me say that again. You cannot think a good thought and you cannot think a bad thought at the exact same time. It is impossible. And so as you think of these memories with this person, whether it be a loss of a boyfriend, whether it be a death, whether it be the detachment of something, right? You're going through habitual breaks. You're going through routine breaks. That's shocking. Yeah, that's going to cause some trauma. Allow yourself to cry. You start going back to memory lane. You start thinking about the old times, the laughs, the cares, the, the hugs, the, the kisses. The, you, you take yourself on this journey, but see, you're taking yourself on this journey as if you'll never have it or experience the feeling the same. You don't need the person there in order to get emotionally involved in your own happiness. You don't need the person there in order to get emotionally involved in your own love of yourself. You don't need another person there to get emotionally involved with who you are. I don't say this for any reason. I'm sharing with you my grief process. I'm sharing with you what's happening to me. I'm sharing with you that when I, when I sat in the bed and just crying, I gave myself till 11.59 a.m. 11.59 a.m. I gave seven, I'm, so there's seven stages, I'm gonna give myself seven days to cry. Because life goes on and I know, I know this person. I know her. I know she'd be like, girl, you better be sad that I died because I know her. She'd be like, you better be sad because you know what it means? That means that that person meant something to you. You should be grateful to be able to be sad. And when you can switch your feeling to gratitude, when you can switch your feeling to, I had so many amazing moments with this person. The tears, it can't come. It can't come. It's impossible for it to come because you are in a sense of gratitude of, I love this person. Now it's about breaking the habit. 
How do you break the habit and the routine that you had with this person? The only way to break a habit and a routine is you have to replace it with something else. And when you replace it with something else, now that doesn't, now this is where addictions can come in, right? Because don't use a drug or drinks in order to have this escapism because then you start, that's where addiction comes. Find you a healthy replacement, whether it's journaling, right? No matter what it is, Taisha Cannon, thank you so much, darling, right? Oh, Iffy says, oh, she's preaching. I'm trying to get that, you know, that little preacher sweat going on. I'm trying to get that, 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 that TD Jakes going. Kia says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalm 34, 18. Yes, is close to the brokenhearted. And let's talk about what God is. Let's talk about what God is. I'm, I'm telling you, I kid you not. And I, and I agree with you, Kia. God is there. I was literally looking at myself and I said, girl, you need to get up and take a shower. You need to get up and start your day. You need to get up right now. And this is like me talking to myself in my head because I'm like, no, 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 I can't. I can't get up. I can't get up. I miss this person so much. I miss this person so much and I can't. I can't take the fact that they're not there anymore. And I thought about it. How can I be any good and of any service if I'm not able to pick myself up? I have to be able to pick me up. I can cry on somebody's shoulder all day, but it's not until I help and explore the parts of me, right? I want to address Ify's comment. He said, Death is an innovation to replace the old with the new. It's a reminder for personal evaluation. Absolutely. Yes, it's to replace the old with the new. And it is a time for personal evaluation. Are we treating the people around us kind? Are we satisfied with the last conversations that we've had with people? Because guess what? I can tell you right now, the only thing I'm telling you, I might be a hot mess if I did not have this. God knows exactly what he's doing. God knows exactly what he's doing. Because the only thing that has saved me in this grief process was the woman and I's last conversation that we had with each other. It's the last conversation that we had with each other. And I tell you what, I don't even know what came into me that day to spark it. And I told her, I said, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of the things that you have accomplished. And it's an honor, Queen, to be able to love you and to care for you. And she sent me back gratitude of saying, oh, my goodness, Queen, I see all the work that you're doing. Keep doing what you are doing because more women need women like you. More women need women like you. Keep doing what you are doing. And just that, that's the place of, of, of that, the, the, those words spoke to and through because during that time I was so depressed. I was giving these motivational speeches, really talking to myself. I was really talking to myself because there was, there was nobody else that could save me. Nobody can save you but you. 
I had a friend, uh, Beverly, in our inner circle the other day. She said, you have to be a participant in your own rescue. Let me say that again. You have to be a participant in your own rescue. What are you doing to help you? What are you doing to help you? What are you doing to, to get off your back and get up? Mr. Les Brown says, if you, when you're put on the ground, if you can look up, you can get up. Get yourself up. If you can see a higher way, just go into action. Get into action. Execute that. And allow yourself room and space to grow. And I tell you what, during this time, during this time, I'm sitting here and I'm having all of these, all of these meetings during this time, right? I have all of these different things going on, but I tell you what, I don't know what kind of angel she is, but I've had the most successful weekend in, in my career right now. I've done so many commissions this weekend. While I'm sitting there breathing, I'm, I'm crying, wiping off my face and hopping in the Zoom meetings because I'm not trying to tell people what I'm going through because I, I shouldn't, I don't want to mix the business with my feelings and, and all of these different things. But sometimes that's what you have to do in order to heal. Hey, Tola. Tola, wait, 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 wait. I got to laugh. Amina, if you're here, this is Tola. Okay, Tola, we were laughing. We always laugh, right? Because we always hear Mr. Brown say your name during class if he can't see himself. And he's like, Tola, Tola, where are you? You know, so anyways, that always gives us a giggle. So Amina, this is Tola. This is Tola. I went, I went to high school with Tola. And, um, and we just laugh because it's just amazing how small this world is. I want to keep going. Oh, Kia says, I'm so strong for doing this. I don't know if I'm strong. I just know that I have these feelings and, and I'm on this journey. And I know that Entrance You for me is a family, right? All of you all are family to me. And this is a network. And the fact that I'm going through something and you all are just here to support that, I'm you, I am because you are, right? Ubuntu. Every, every, I will always say Ubuntu. I am because you are. I'm only as great as you think I am. I'm not, I'm not, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. All praises be to God. Uh, all praises be to, to God because God is the greatest. God is the great. I, I'm just being a vessel in this and I'm just vulnerable enough to be open. And I'm vulnerable enough to say what I'm going through because sometimes you, you do have like little traumas that pop up. And you're like, whoa, where did this trauma come from? I thought I took care of this a long time ago, but you, but you didn't. And it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. And that's something that I'm learning. And it's okay to be like, hey, I'm not doing this today. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not showing up today because I know I need to show up for me, right? So how many of you all have chosen to show up for yourself? Not sacrificing yourself to show up for somebody else, but how many of you have shown up for you, right? Because I think when you practice betting on you, when you wake up every morning, pray to the Lord, tell God, thank you for another day, but make sure you walk that walk. So every single day is not just a gift to, to the present is God's gift to you. What you do with the present is your gift to God. 
What are you giving back? How are you showing? Don't tell God all praises be to you. Show God all praises be to him. Let me say that again. Don't tell God all praises be to you. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. But show God that all the praises for him. Be strong. Know that people, people are standing next to you. You are what you attract. I feel like I haven't done this in a long time. I feel like I'm, I'm so hot and I'm on fire because I'm just so passionate about the well-being of others and just as 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 just going through this journey is such a profound thing for me. Because what I don't see are sisters and brothers that look like me being open and honest about their emotions, about what they go through. And it's okay to go through what you need to go through, but just know you're not alone, right? If I'm not opening up, up and I'm not sharing with people what's happening with me, right? If I'm not sharing with people, hey, I just experienced death a few days ago, right? How are they gonna know? And then if I'm freaking out about something or I'm triggered or, you know, how are they going to know? How are they going to be? Well, I was so surprised when I put on Instagram, I wasn't doing it for attention or, or anything. I just put on there a post of my gratitude that I felt for my friend who's passed. And when I put the gratitude up, it was so overwhelming to see the amount of love and support and people who who just showed up and said, rest in peace and just, I'm sorry for your loss. And, you know, I remember before this thinking, I don't know how to comfort people when they're dealing with a loss. I don't know how to comfort people when they're dealing with emotional trauma. And what I realized was you just be an open channel, just be there for them, be there to be their distraction, be there to have fun, be there to love on them, be there to care for them, right? And so as we go through these together and we just do, we keep going. Um, we have Taisha, hey, Miss Cannon. Blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. Yes, I think there's something about having the right mindset and understanding and really leaning on God that you know that there's no mistakes, right? And this is where faith comes in, right? This is where faith comes in. And even if you don't, let's say you don't believe in God. You're like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe that, all of that, right? Let's say you don't believe in that. That's fine. But explore your inner space. Explore what's going on inside of you. Explore what it is. Explore where that trauma is coming from. Where are these tears uprooting from? Is it you not being able to detach from the picture of having them? Right? I'm going to keep going. Um, uh, <laughs> Tola said, accurate. Oh, Q said, I'm exuding a lot of strength, perseverance, and wisdom. Love it. Thank you so much. And it's definitely from God, like you said. And, and I appreciate you. I'm, re I'm really, I'm nothing, I'm nothing but here. Really, I, I appreciate it, but all praise due to due to Allah. Like I, I can't I can't take any credit in my strength. I can't take any. I'm just glad that I have the hadaya. Hadaya means the awareness, right? And I'm just grateful to have the awareness to understand who, where I am right now. Because today I started to cancel the show. I did. I was like, I, I'm grieving. I don't want to. I don't want to get on the podcast today. I don't. I don't feel like interviewing anyone. I don't feel like doing anything. You know, and I told myself, no, 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 no. Entrance you is your family. You be open with them. You tell them what you're going through. You you push through. You push through. And and there's a difference because we're actually talking talking this through 
And being able to, to articulate this is actually helping me. And I'm so glad I'm here because like, like uh, Shania, where is she? Where is she? her comment? She said, she's going through grief today. And so she's so happy to see this. Shania, this is for you. I didn't know that this would be a word that needed to be heard, but it does. If he said, life is a struggle to keep death at a respectable distance, but then you can't affluence. Now see, Miss Toto might be a little bit illiterate right now. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but um, I'm going to assume life is a struggle to keep death at a respectable distance, but then you can't. I'm going to need more, more information on that because I really want to address this comment, but I feel like I don't know what it means. And I feel a little bit crazy right now. But I'm going to go on. Thank you so much, Ivy. I don't know what it means. I'm sorry. And Zakia said, I'm glad that you did. You put others' need in front of yours. Selfless, beautiful. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I feel like we're putting our needs next to each other. And I think that's the beautiful thing about all of this is because we're next to each other, because we're able to see what we're doing, right? If you see me right now, I'm, I'm about to go onto my Instagram right now so I can show y'all Mr. Traver, Travis, because Trevor, I'm sorry, <laughs> Trevor, because it's just, I think he asked me this week too. He was like, how did, you know, the transpersonal, uh, stuff, the transpersonal meditation helped for you. And I was like, it was good. It was real good. So it, but it helps you detach and come back and detach and come back. And that was the beautiful thing. So I'm going to share screen, Mr. Travis, Mr. Travis, <laughs> and I'm going to show you his screen. So that way I can share with you, uh, just the resources of what's on here. I'm going to go here boom there you have it there he is let me put it on full screen so here we have mr travis gray he's a transpersonal psychologist uh, master of counseling psychology and he's just absolutely phenomenal so go ahead and go to his instagram page he just i don't know what it is about these meditations but it really helped me to get in a meditative state and that was the beautiful part is just going inside, you know, in meditation, you go inside yourself. And sometimes you need someone to help you go inside yourself. Sometimes you need someone to help you detach. But it was a really good detachment exercise that we did together. So I really appreciate him for that. I'm going to have to hit him up and let him know all the, the help that he's done. But anyways, it's been 30, almost 35 minutes and I've been on here talking and chatting to you all. I wanna say thank you so much for taking this journey with me, for being here because you didn't have to be. I'm so happy and grateful to have every single one of you in my life. If you're watching this and you need a word of encouragement, if you're facing suicide, if you're facing anxiety, if you are facing times of trauma, if you're facing a depression, if you feel down, know that you and only you, I'm talking to you. I am talking to you that needs to hear this message. You and only you can help you explore your inner space. Think new thoughts. Read self-help books. I promise you they help. I promise you they help. Find yourself a new way of being. Get a new hobby. 
Have gratitude for the people around you. You are loved. You are cared for. Someone once sacrificed their own bodies and their own lives just to have you here. Do you understand that? You are somebody's answered prayer. You are somebody's answer prayer. Somebody prayed for you to be here. Somebody prayed for you to be here. So be grateful. Have gratitude. I want to say thank you all so much for joining me today. This wasn't a typical podcast where it lasts an hour, but it is a podcast where your girl did open up. And I'm so happy to do so with such an amazing, beautiful audience like this. So thank you so much. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for caring for me. Thank you for checking in on me. Thank you for the messages. Thank you for just being. You all just being is what's keeping me going, is what's inspiring me. Don't stop working out, Kia, because as you keep working out, it makes me want to keep working out. You know, if he keep giving your sermons on your on your page and on your, you know, on your if you McCoy inspires, because you being you inspires me every single day. You being you helps me be me. It helps you choosing you, you choosing to bet on you, you choosing to invest in yourself. Inspires me to choose myself, inspires me to bet on me. It inspires me to love me more. So keep loving on yourselves, keep caring for yourselves and keep improving yourselves because as you do that, you are inspiring those around you to do the same. I'm Hadija Toto. Thank you so much for joining us on Entrance You. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You all have a wonderful, pleasing, blessed, beautiful, phenomenal, create a phenomenal day. Zai Jian.